Hi, and welcome to episode 33 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on Tokyo Disney Resort, and we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, also on Twitter, at tdrexplorer, and also on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm your host, Chris, the chief content editor of TDR Explorer, and I'm the one that's always easy, easing, eating all the seasonal food at the parks. And you can find me on my personal Twitter, at Lover. And as always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Patricia. Hey, Chris. What's going on? Oh, not much. Getting excited for the 15th anniversary next week. Yay! You know what I'm excited about? What's that? Kids go back to school tomorrow. <laughs> yes. That means the parks are going to be quiet for a little bit. They're going to be dead. Dead. There'll be no one there. Finally. Maybe there'll be some people there. But a that's few okay. people, but... A few people. Okay, so um, I do photographs. You can find me at Dream Sweets Love on uh, Twitter and on Instagram. And, you know, Chris, we've got so, so much to talk about. So... Let's get into the topics, okay? All right. So we got the news. We've got our crowd forecast. We got our Tokyo Disney Resort 101. And this time we're going to be talking about going on a budget. I know you guys are so excited about this because, I mean, it's it can get really, I mean, not like, not like Disney World pricey or not like Disneyland water pricey, but it can get a little pricey at Tokyo Disney Resort. So we're going to tell you some ways that you can save a little bit of money at least. We're going to talk about Disney's Easter at Tokyo Disneyland, our park tips, listener questions, and we're also going to talk about what we will discuss next episode. Let's get started with the news. Chris, I think maybe you're excited about this piece of news. (laughs) Maybe. Depends on what it is. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Uh, Okay. In no particular order, um, there's going to be a lot of new Gelatoni merchandise. And I know uh, that you're a yes. Gelatoni fan. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm liking this. Go on. Okay, so, you know, basically all the merch, like those ba- the basic merch that we were missing. So, like, you know how Duffy and Shelly may have those big backpacks with of their head. And, um, like, basically everything that's kind of like the standard merchandise that wasn't available before will become available for Gelatoni. So if you want a giant Gelatoni backpack. You know, I'm not a big fan of having like a big fluffy backpack but i might have to change my mind for the gelatoni one to go with my gelatoni and then maybe i'll buy the gigantic gelatoni and then i'll buy everything else that's gelatoni (laughs) (laughs) oh that is terrible they're really good at marketing jeez they are okay i'm on the website Uh, i see gelatoni and also besides the all the new gelatoni stuff the shelly may also has her drink sleeve finally yes 
which is I which is pretty it. cool. Did you buy it? No, because I don't, I don't really need two. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> also, in the news, we've got JCB. So, if you have a Disney credit card with JCB, they are sending out. Um, the anniversary pins and paperweights that they always send out when there's an anniversary year. So this year it's kind of cool. It's like um, silver and blue um, for like the the people that have the standard credit card. It's it's just a, a like a Mickey pin with like a blue background, and it's like silver and blue. And um, if you have the gold card, you get this really uh, cool paperweight, which is like this little like statuette, which is really neat. So if you have the JCB credit card um, and you haven't gotten it yet, be expecting that to come in the mail soon with some other stuff. Like they send you, um, you know, like some coupons and like a ticket to the um, Power Princess exhibit that's coming up at uh, that shopping mall. Matsuya? I don't know. So anyway, uh, and that's also one another new piece of news. There's going to be a Power Princess exhibit from 413 to five. Eight. So we will be covering that eventually when it starts um, next week. Our Disney anniversary monorail is out and running. If you have a line account, there's 15th anniversary stickers of Mickey and his friends, and those are free to download. You can just follow the link from the Disney blog. And also on the Disney blog, they had a video of the TDS timeline. So if you want to see... The slow decline of entertainment at the parks. You can do that on the website. <laughs> That's terrible, <laughs> but true. That's true. It's terrible, but true. Oh, and also uh, going back uh, to the uh, line stickers, those stickers will only work if you have a Japanese line account. If you don't have a Japanese line account, you won't be able to download them. I tried. I have a Canadian line account, and I can't get them, sadly. Nuts. So... Yeah, that's it's a little weird how that's quote unquote region locked, I guess. It's true. Like I can't get like American stickers. Like my sister was saying, Oh, you should check out this sticker and you should check out this sticker and I'm like, oh, I can't. I can't download those because it won't let me. It won't even come up for me. So so oh, sad. Terrible. Yeah. First world problem right I there. Know, right? <laughs> region locked stickers. <laughs> What's uh, wrong with us? <laughs> I know, um, I know. Okay, this one is really, really interesting. Attendance figures. Okay, so um, attendance figures for the parks over here for Tokyo Disney Resort have gone down by um, 1,186,000 guests uh, less than last year. Um, And OLC uh, in the press release uh, blames the heat. for the guest attendance drop. Um, But interestingly enough, USJ, which is not like in a cool area, it's also quite, quite hot uh, around that area in Osaka, um, they've gone up by 1.2 million visitors, which is the number of visitors that went down at Tokyo Disney Resort. And um, their press release said, we aim to exceed 14 million in uh, fiscal 2016, and we will invest more uh, to enhance the park's appeal, said Tokuhei Murata, executive officer and park operator at USJ. So USJ is really dedicated to um, spending money on new attractions, on shows. A lot of the people that actually used to work 
on the Tokyo Disney Resort shows are now working at USJ. So if you're kind of interested in seeing that, you can go check out the USJ Reborn 15th anniversary, which has a lot of new entertainment and attractions this year. Um, Meanwhile, at Tokyo Disney Resort, we have a harbor show, which is pretty standard and not much else. So maybe that's why the numbers have gone down. Yeah, it's it's a it's a little little disheartening to see that happening. But also at USJ, if you've been following it at all, they keep pumping out stuff. Like they did uh, this Attack on Titan exhibit attraction thing, and they also have this Kiari Piamu Piamu attraction, and they were doing a Resident Evil slash Biohazard attraction. Like they just keep pumping out all these really interesting things, so it is it is no surprise that there's you know all these people going to USJ because they're offering these really unique experiences that you can't get anywhere else. And also Harry Potter's there. Like everyone loves Harry Potter, so <laughs> yeah, they, they've really been investing a lot, and and it's good to see because for a while, you know, they were having a lot of trouble. They were like in a lot of financial. Um, trouble at that park and they you know they made a big investment and they continue to do that and and it's actually paying off which is really really nice to see at those parks so um, we want to (laughs) go we want to go for the 15th anniversary maybe we can get over there but um, it's it's really fun it's fun you know Um, and uh, I want to see the resident I don't know they're going to do it for Halloween this year they're going to do something different but I want to see the resident evil like Halloween event. Oh yeah, me too. That looks like a lot of fun. Oh my gosh, it looks so scary. <laughs> it does. But hopefully uh OLC you know does something within the next year or two to you know get more people back in the parks. Cuz right now they've been, you know, we we just had a a park ticket increase. Yeah. You know, and our 50th anniversary is starting and Anniversary years are always fun. There's always, you know, stuff to do. And I'm I'm really hoping that this year is, you know, good. <laughs> Even though we only have a harbor show and we're we're getting a refresh on Big Band Beat and you know merchandise and all these things. So I guess we'll have to wait and see how that goes. Yeah, I mean it'll be fun. It'll still be fun, but and I'm sure their attendance will go up. Because it's an anniversary year. But, you know, hopefully, I think I think it's good. I think it's good if the public reacts this way. Maybe they'll notice that they do have to change something. So I guess it's fine one way or the other. Eventually, yep. there'll be an adjustment. Yeah, maybe they'll uh, finally tell us when they're going to start doing all this expansion stuff that they've been talking about for so long oh, now. Is there an expansion? Because I've heard nothing about it since they said they were going to announce something later that they that they hit a snag or whatever been, i don't know there's been nothing since then okay. so <laughs> i don't know what's going on with that cuz they've made we have no idea what's going on with that so hopefully something yeah. this year they tell us they make a decision and tell us there's video <laughs> silence on that expansion so yeah it's gone it, it it went dark after that announcement they made that they're redoing the review process or whatever However they worded it, it was worded really weird. But if we do find out, if they do release any more news on that, we'll let you guys know. 
For sure. We definitely will. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of uh, attendance, uh, Chris, what's going on with our crowd forecast? Okay, so our crowd forecast, we get our information from tdrnavi.jp. And we use this website to uh, plan when to visit the parks. And they have a very nifty crowd forecast calendar that's also in English. So make sure you check them out when you're planning your trip. So for the second week of April, all the kids are back in school. So do you know what that means? means the parks are going to be quiet. It's been really busy the past few weeks because everyone's been out for spring break. The weather's been getting kind of (laughs) nice. Now the kids are going to be back in school. There's going to be, you know, not that many people in the park. So if you're heading to the parks during this time, it's going to be nice and quiet for you. It's going to be like that until the end of April. And that's when Golden Week kicks in. And then that's when things are going to get ridiculously busy once again. (laughs) So enjoy this quiet time while it lasts for the next two, two, two and a half weeks. That was that was short and sweet. <laughs> it was pretty easy That's to do. That's good, you know. Like um, usually, it's a lot more complicated. It's like this day is going to be more crowded, and this park is going to be more crowded. And it's nice to see like a a time of year. <clears throat> Excuse me, especially for foreign guests that are visiting. You know, like if you live here, it's one of the busiest times of the year. So even though the the attendance is down, it's it's that way for a reason. So you probably wouldn't be able to go anyway because you'd probably also be busy. So for people visiting from overseas or um, other locations, you know, well, it would be overseas. People visiting, you know, who have the time off during this time. um, Yeah, it works out really well for you. So enjoy it. Okay, we're moving on to our Tokyo Disney Resort 101. And this week we're going to be talking about on a budget. We know... Going to a theme park, especially a Disney theme park, it's not cheap. There are tons and tons of ways to save little bits of money here and there, which adds up over the course of time. Since Patricia and I live here, we're going to give you all the insider tips on how to save money. So you can spend that money on more Gelatoni merchandise, okay? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have this up on the website, so... Don't feel like you need to rush to go and get your pen and paper and write it down. Don't worry. We're going to do all that hard work for you. So I guess one of the one of the biggest things when you travel anywhere is going to be your airfare, of course. Airfare really varies depending on where you live in the world. Like if you live in North America or if you live in Europe or Australia, New Zealand, wherever... Depending on where you live, prices are going to fluctuate. But there are ways to kind of save a little bit of money here and there. Um, so, uh, such as joining different mailing lists for uh, different airlines that tell you about sales. Like if you live in live in Canada, you can join the Air Canada mailing list. And then there's other uh, airlines like Delta, United, all those big names. Join their mailing lists. Because they send out uh, deals and all that kind of stuff. And also, you can look at flying into Haneda Airport instead of Narita. Sometimes it's cheaper to fly fly into Haneda than it is Narita. So when you're looking for your uh, plane ticket, look at at both those 
airports because sometimes the price is cheaper to fly into one airport compared to the other one. And getting to Tokyo Disney Resort from either airport is really simple. They both have shuttle buses that go right to the resort, so there's no issue there whatsoever. Be flexible with your dates. Instead of flying on a Friday, maybe fly on a Wednesday. You know, basic stuff like that. And also using your credit card points, that also really helps. So if you collect air miles, aeroplane miles, or whatever other miles you collect, those also help. And this is one that I I have yet to try, is taking a bump on your flight. Now, Man, that's so scary I don't know if that's... It, yeah, like this one's kind of risky, especially if you're coming to Japan. You probably don't want to take a bump because that could affect a whole bunch of other stuff. But if you're going home, uh, maybe maybe you have an extra few days off, you know, to uh, to uh, get over your your jet lag. So taking a bump might not be a bad idea if it's if it's available. And usually, depending on the airline, they give you uh, like credit towards your towards your next flight. Like sometimes, sometimes the uh, bump is significant that it'll pay for, you know another flight entirely so you never know so always always keep an open mind when it comes to that and of course there's tons of other ways to save money on airfare i'm not going to go into any more of them you can easily google that and there's tons of stuff out there that people have already written so let's get on to some more tokyo disney specific stuff if you're someone who lives in japan uh you can actually buy tickets from the convenience store or the conveni uh, they frequently run specials, uh, like discounts on tickets, uh, and it's usually about 500 yen off per ticket, which is nothing great, but it's better than, better than nothing. Or you know what you can do, too? Uh, have you seen the weekday ticket special? Yes, I have. They have that advertised there everywhere There you go. Now. So you can go during the weekdays, which you should anyway. And it'll be the price of the mm-hmm. whole ticket. Yeah, that's. I think that's running now until July mm-hmm. of this year. Yeah, they're doing that. So that, so that's pretty cool to get people into the parks. Totally, and you should avoid the weekends anyway. So if you're here in that time frame, check it out. And I'm guessing they're going to mm-hmm. do more promotions like that because I think there's been some backlash over the price raise. Price of the tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to buy my voucher for my renewal of my of my passport but it was it, it it's so far out that i was like i'm not even gonna bother yeah man but i was not gonna get in that line i'm like forget it i'll pay the extra whatever you know because those lines were huge i i i actually had <laughs> i know i actually had a couple friends who actually bought the vouchers so they can pay the old price when they ha- when it comes time to renew their passport. I did not want to wait in that line. <laughs> the way I see it, I mean, that's the price now. and It is what it is. It's going to be that way. It's not going to go down. So I'm like, just just eat it. You know, eat the price. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's such a pain to buy it, like, however money months in advance. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then trying not to lose that voucher. Like, I'd be so paranoid of losing that. Like, that's money sitting there. I would totally lose the voucher. I know you would. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then I would cry. <laughs> I'd be like, what do I do? <laughs> okay, so going back but, so okay. <laughs> going back to saving money with tickets and not losing them. 
<laughs> um, another way to save money is to buy the Starlight or After Six passport. And what these are, these are tickets that are available after a certain time. So the After Six passport is available after 6 p.m. on weekdays. So if you if you just want to go to the park to have dinner or you just want to catch, um, let's say, Electrical Parade or Fantasmic, you can save yourself a little bit of money by getting an After Six Passport, which is really nice. And the After Six Passport is 4,200 yen compared to 7,400 yen for a full day ticket. I would wait until the weekend and get the Twilight Passport if you're going to do like a half day. Because I think it's you're just losing so much doing the after six, especially during this time right now, unless the promotion is over and then it makes sense. But it's just you're losing so much with that price. I think if I didn't have the pass or like, let's say my husband's pass just expired. If we had to make a choice, we would schedule it for a weekday when he could take the day off of work instead of doing it after six right now, because it's so close right now, the price getting the day passport because we were thinking oh should we do dinner what should we do and we ended up going with the let's do the the whole day because it's it's such a tiny price difference right now you know what i mean yeah that's true and you get to do so much more you get to actually like ride attractions and stuff also uh, kind of moving on here if you want to save money on hotels like if you don't want to stay at one of the official hotels because those are expensive. <laughs> they're really expensive. And they're also hard to get into. If you want to keep an eye on the Hilton and the Sheraton hotels, which are right on resort, they do have sales from time to time. And I've seen it up to 50% off, uh, depending on the time of the year. So make sure you join join their mailing list. Sometimes they, they do have deals, which is really good. And it's right on resort. So you get access to the monorail and all that all that stuff. Another option is also Airbnb. Uh, I've done some searching around, and there are quite a few Airbnb places around Myhama. So that is another option if you want to you know look at something really, really cheap. But the only downside would be you're not on, on resort. So depending on where it is, it might take you a little bit to get to the resort if you have to take a bus or something like that. Shop around a little bit and see what you can find and see how easy it is to get to the get to the parks from there. No, absolutely. And keep checking those websites because the deals will pop up. Um, they're building a lot of new hotels in anticipation for the Olympics. And it's not going to be, you know, there's off season. So check that out if you're here during the off season because they're going to have those extra rooms. Absolutely. Uh, check out also uh, Brighton and Oriental, which is right on the KO line, which is one station away from TDR. They, they've seen, I've seen some super, super low rates at those hotels and um, super easy to get to the parks. Bring a water bottle and you can refill it throughout the day, <laughs> which is pretty easy to do. Um, you don't You don't necessarily have to go and buy a water bottle. You can just use a bottle that you bought um, at uh, 7-Eleven or whatever and just keep refilling it throughout the day. So pretty easy because drink prices get a little pricey, especially if you're buying them every hour because it's so hot out sometimes. (laughs) 
and and you can get like water at the at the restaurants you know they'll they'll give you uh you can like a lot of them fill the water cup yourself at the different restaurants so like let's say you forget a bottle you're still good you can just fill up the little paper cups there yeah it's super easy easy super super easy and yeah uh just just uh, get water instead of getting a soft drink or coffee with your meal so that's a good way to save an extra 150 to 200 yen right there yeah and maybe 150 to 200 calories or something (laughs) exactly so (laughs) you know you save on so many levels (laughs) and and you know um speaking of like bringing your own water what you can do too is you can um eat at the picnic areas just outside the park, which are really pleasant. You know, you got that Disney music happening. Um, if you were to be in the parks right now, there's cherry blossoms blooming. The Disney Sea picnic area is gorgeous. So um, you still have that Disney atmosphere and it's it's way, way cheaper. So I know a lot of tour groups will do that as well. They'll go to the parks and then they have like little lunch boxes and they'll have the lunch in the picnic area. Yeah, and this is this is perfect for full meals. That if you want to buy meal from, um, let's say the uh, convenience store or something like that, then that is that is the place to eat it. Um, and also, you can pack light snacks to bring with you into the park. So you know, like little like maybe nuts or something like that. Uh, that is also a good way to save some money if you don't want to if you don't want to sample all the really cute snacks which i don't know why you wouldn't want to but in case you don't you could also do that there's there's a new days convenience store right at the train station so there's tons of convenience store food there yeah and they they just completely renewed it and they made it huge the one inside the station i don't know if you've seen it yet chris but it's like double like double and a half the size you know so they've been doing a lot of really great um improvements to Maihama station uh much bigger news days you've got screens all over the station it looks gorgeous so you can pick up something there in the morning um when you go into the park they'll say hey you know you can bring it in but you just can't eat it in the park and you say okay i'm gonna go to the picnic area and they'll let you in um yeah so check out news days for sure okay so we've talked about food we talked about hotels we talked about tickets <laughs> now to talk about merchandise how do you save money on merchandise it's a little go tough to the, <laughs> go to the 100 yen shop <laughs> <laughs> well first first if you want to try and buy stuff at the resort there's a few ways to save some money sometimes they have what they like to call value sections or something like that where they're basically just trying to offload all the stuff that is either going out of season or the or the uh, event is ending soon. And the only place I've ever seen this is was at Bon Voyage. I haven't noticed that section anywhere else. They have it um, in the parks, but it's like mixed in with the other merchandise. Yeah, the, that I've seen. It's not marked. Yeah, those are the the uh, red tagged items where they put like mm-hmm. the the red price tag on it yeah so those those are those are in the park and yeah like you said they aren't really advertised they're just kind of mixed in you kind of have to find it and that's really recent that they started doing that yeah i noticed that like there used to ago. never be discounts yeah so I, I guess they're trying to get more people to buy stuff by offering discounts and these discounts aren't usually very much. It's maybe 20% off if you're lucky. 
if like let's say somebody like wants a souvenir and they specifically say I want a mug cup or I want like a cell phone strap or a t-shirt or something that's pretty good you know even 20% off that's true that's true if you want to check out the Disney store um, there's there is a Disney store in Ixpiari and there's also Disney stores around Tokyo uh, there's one in Shibuya, there's one up in Ikibukuro, there's one in Shinjuku. Uh, these stores also have discount sections. Uh, the one in Shibuya in particular is on the third floor, and it's in the very back. <laughs> so it's, you know, as far away from everything else as it could, could possibly be. And this is where they have everything that is 20 to 70% off. And there's always, always stuff there. Every time I go there, there's always something there to buy. And it's usually stuff that is that was maybe there a month ago. So their their uh, turnover there is quite high. So if you if you've seen something, you know, let's say one or two months ago, there's a high likelihood that it's going to be in the 20 to 70% off section at some point. <laughs> For sure, and it's it's really cute stuff. You know, like 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 Chris said, they're constantly, constantly adding new merchandise. So there's always going to be something interesting in that section to check out. Definitely. And then, uh, Patricia, you were mentioning going to the dollar store or the 100 yen store. Okay, so you would be surprised. They actually have, like, it's going to sound crazy. They actually have some really cute stuff there and some really useful stuff. So, like, what I tend to buy there are, like, the little... Um, Ziploc bags because they don't always have them at the supermarket and you can put like little snacks inside and they they have like little Mickeys if you like Hello Kitty they have Hello Kitty too but like it's so so adorable and um, really really useful so they have those kind of things like uh, they have like utensils and all kinds of stuff so uh, leisure seeds and it's like a dollar it's 100 yen so check it out and surprisingly they have some really really cute stuff um, I recommend Saria especially is really good and it's one station away at Shinurayasu station fantastic it's got a huge huge selection um, Chris what do you think would, would you go to the the 100 yen shop to get Disney things <laughs> oh definitely I've bought quite a few from there um, I bought my leisure sheet sheet leisure sheet from there I've bought notebooks <laughs> I've bought like little bags to put stuff in like there's no shortage of Disney stuff there and it's pretty decent quality stuff too and you know usually like for me when I think dollar store like dollar store back home in Canada I just think of like you know cheap ugly looking little knickknack things not here not here in Japan the dollar store stuff here is of good quality so it is definitely worth getting and you can buy so much of it for so cheap it's awesome and it's like really useful things too you know like uh, things to use in the house like the little laundry bags to keep your laundry from getting you know ruined if it's delicate they've got hangers they've got you know like a whole bunch of like stuff that you would use you know that they wouldn't necessarily sell at Disney Store at the parks. So you have like um, you have some things that overlap and some things that are only available there. So if you're looking for some, you know, Disney stuff for your home that they might not sell at the parks or or at Disney Store, you can check out what they have there, and it's pretty neat. Yeah, and it's and it's a cheaper way to get a ton of 
souvenirs for people back home. If you don't feel like buying everyone a 3,000 yen souvenir, <laughs> you can just go and buy them a 100 yen souvenir. They'll never know. <laughs> exactly. Just don't tell them where you got it from. <laughs> um, speaking of souvenirs, we have a ton of like seasonal snacks that come with souvenir plates and cups and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And that gets expensive really quickly. Very quickly. But you can get the snack without the souvenir plate or cup. You just have to ask. That's true. It's that it's that simple. So if you if you see this really cute snack that you want to get, but you see that it, you know it comes with a souvenir plate or cup, you can ask to get it without and you can save yourself quite a bit of money. The same goes for like the sets too. Like so like let's say you're not that hungry. Like, let's say it's summer where you really don't want it. You know, you're like, oh, it's so hot. You don't want to eat that much. You can, um, those sets that they have um, where it has like the main dish, like a salad or a soup, a drink and like a dessert or something. You can order just the main dish from that meal. And that also cuts out a lot of the extra cost as well. Exactly. And speaking of cutting, cutting on buying food, um, if you head over to... Let's say Grandma Sarah's. Grandma Sarah's has very hearty food and in big portions. So depending on how much you can eat, you can easily share the special set that is at Grandma Sarah's. Uh, You can easily share that between two people. Like for me, I can barely finish the special set. Like I recently had the Easter one and I could barely finish it. There was just so much food. That's the thing, yeah. Some of the sets, it is a lot of food because you have the side dish, you have the dessert, you have the drink. So, like, and let's say, okay, so let's say you are, like, a heavy eater. You can get the set and then supplement it with, like, let's say an extra salad or soup or something, like, uh, that they have at the restaurant, like, a side dishes and split that one main meal. Yeah, exactly. And that will cost you, like, probably less than 2,000 yen for that for, for two people. That's perfect. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Or if you have kids and the kids are like light eaters, bam, there you go. Yep. <laughs> order, order, like order, like an extra side dish and you are set, you know, because if, if you have you have you ever been to the parks with kids and you buy them like the whole little kids set and then they eat like only one or two things from the dish and you're like, no, why did I buy this? You weren't you didn't you you said you wanted this. And then they, they're like, no, no, I changed my mind. And I'm like, okay so i mean it really it works out well a lot of times order something that you both like if they want something extra get a little something extra you know um and especially with kids it works out so well exactly and i guess moving away from food because i'm getting hungry talking about all this food we always do this (laughs) i know we always get so hungry um the monorail pass so if you aren't staying at the official Disney hotels, you have to pay for the monorail. If you plan on using the monorail more than twice in a day, just get the monorail pass. It'll pay for itself if you use it three times and then obviously use it as much as you want throughout the day. Or, or just skip or, the monorail altogether and just walk to the Disney Sea. It only takes about 10 minutes from Ixpiari. And it's a nice walk. It's it's lined with little palm trees. If you're walking on the park side, you get to hear like the jungle cruise noises. It's really cool. So yeah, take the little walk. It's a straight 
street walk, street to street, hit the park, and then turn, and you're there. It is really hard to miss. <laughs> you can't miss it. No, there's signs everywhere. They added a whole bunch of new signs. Yeah, so there's no fear of you missing it. Trust me, you won't. <laughs> but if you do get the monorail pass, you can actually use your monorail pass for discounts at various stores in Ixpiari. We kind of touched on this in a previous episode, but we're bringing it up again. And it it was, it, what was it, like, you know, 200 yen off it here depends. and there? It, yeah, it kind of depends yeah. on the store. You might get, like, um, you might get, like, a drink with your meal. You might get, um, uh, like, a sample. Like, if you go to Lush, they'll give you, like, a little sample product or something. Um, different, they'll, they have, like, a whole little booklet that covers all the discounts that you get with the, with the monorail or with the movie theater pa- ticket. So, um ask them for it at the at the information desk and, and a ton of the shops have like little discounts here or there and it's really great and our final tip and this one means you kind of have to leave the resort and this is only if you have time but head to Nakano Broadway which is in western Tokyo and what Nakano Broadway is is this shopping mall that has used stuff. Just like anything you can think of, they likely have it there. And that includes Tokyo Disney swag. So what happens when people want to get rid of their stuff? Like, you know, let's say they want to get rid of all their Chip and Dale plushes. I don't know why you want to do that. But <laughs> if you wanted to, you could take it to Nakano Broadway, sell it to these stores, and then they resell it to people that want it. So, there's always something there to find, and it changes quite often. Like, there's always more used stuff there. Like, you can find pins, you can find plushes, you can find popcorn buckets, you can find Duffy, Gelatoni, Shelly May costumes, you can find souvenir cups, you can find headbands, postcards, you name it, it's probably there. And, you're also in luck, we do have a guide to Nakano Broadway on the website, and I will put a link in the show notes where we lay out all the stores and what uh, what uh, type of Tokyo Disney swag that they carry. Because there is a ton of stores in there, and only some of them carry Tokyo Disney Resort merchandise. So we went through the pain and found them all for you guys. So you guys don't have to go through that pain of looking through every single store. <laughs> And you found a lot of really cute stuff there. Oh, I did. My favorite one was the Mickey Waffle coin purse. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. It's adorable. I have no idea when that was even sold in the parks, but I'm glad I found that. It's so cool. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, and if you like park history, they have anniversary goods from previous years. It's really neat. Tons Those of Those old Yukata, Yukata uh, campaign gifts that they used to give you. You can find those, you know, all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, there's there's endless stuff there, and I guarantee you'll find something that you like if you get there. Okay, so now that you guys know how to save money at Tokyo Disney Resort... Let's talk about how to spend it, Chris. Exactly. <laughs> how to spend all that money you saved. Yay! So let's spend it at Disney's Easter at Tokyo Disneyland. Chris, have you have you bought any goods or food yet from this event? Yes. 
I bought the Chippendale plushes with their little Easter Bunny outfits. Oh, they're so cute. Sometimes I regret that I like them because their merchandise is always the most expensive because they come in pairs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I end up spending a little bit more money, but that's okay. Uh, it's all right it's okay have you bought anything yet um i got um i you know i only went uh the one day so far um i think on the first day and i got the little flag so i could root on the egg race people and um i got a little carrot that you know i have on gelatoni's head right now instead of his beret so the carrot like they have like a bunch of little accessories that you're supposed to use to decorate your bunny ears but actually, um, you can use them for like hair accessories, or um, it's like the same exact shape that you that they have Gelatoni's beret. So if you want to put a little flower on his head or something for Easter, you can do that. I think he looks really funny with a little carrot on his head, so that's how I have it right now. Um, and what else did I buy? I bought something else. Oh, I bought the phone case because it's adorbs. I love it. I love it. Um, I had just broken my. Um, the one I had gotten for Christmas time, which I loved, and um, but it, it broke uh, because um, the child ran into my arms and my phone went flying. But my phone didn't break, so thank you for that, Disney. And um, so the the bunny one is so cute. It's got Miss Bunny and Thumper, and they have little Easter eggs, and there's little baby bunnies in different colors, like really crazy colors, like like green and blue and yellow and pink and it's like it's like really nuts and then on the inside it's got all these little polka dots and stripes in different colors and it says disney's easter 2016 tokyo disneyland and it says fluffy bunnies and it has a fluffy bunny tail i know i'm really i'm way too excited for this more than i should be but i really really love this phone case (laughs) (laughs) sorry well for all the merchandise i find that easter is always the most dare I say, the cutest merchandise of the year. Mm. Like, it's all... It's hard. It's really over-the-top cute. Like, there's... It's really cute. And it's really colorful, too. So it has... Yeah, it's just super colorful, super cute. And it's really hard to not want to buy anything when you're going through the store. Which I guess is a good thing for OLC. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I mean, um... I want them, the pom-poms. I didn't buy the pom-poms last time I went, but I want the pom-poms, oh, too. I was tempted to buy the the bunny ears. I was trying them on. Oh, my gosh. You should do that. You would look really cute in them. <laughs> I was trying on the pink ones, those little ones Aww. I tried. <laughs> what accessory would you get for it if you got the ears? Probably the carrot. The carrot is the cutest one, isn't I it? I like the carrot. The carrot's cute. I really like I that. I love it. Uh, there, there is this little memo pad set, I think is what it is, or sticky notes or something. And it's a shape of mm-hmm. Chip and Dale. And they're in their little Easter cooking outfits or whatever they are. I don't really know what they are, but, oh, they're so cute. I want it. <laughs> but I don't have a use oh for stationery. I have so many like memo pads. I haven't used them yet. So I don't really want to buy another one. <laughs> uh, such a dilemma. Such a dilemma. <laughs> no, and right now they've got so much stuff at Disney Store too. I don't know how you do it because, oh my gosh, Chris. Hello, speaking of things you need to buy and speaking of carrots, you need to get the Chippendale cushion where it's like a giant carrot and it's got Chippendale. Have you seen that? Yes, I did. 
You need that. You need that, like, right now. Like, go... No, it's closed right now. Go tomorrow morning and buy it. <laughs> I need that in you my have life. To. That's... You do. It's adorable. Ugh. It's amazing. I want it. I want it. Chippendale, I, I, I love them. I don't love them as much as you, but, like, I feel like, even though they're not my favorite, favorite characters, I need it. <laughs> <laughs> that is some good marketing right there. Oh my gosh, you guys. If you're in the parks, check it out because it is just, it's way too much. It's cuter than the normal cushion shape that they do because it's shaped like a carrot and it's like a carrot inside of a carrot. I think you could probably turn it into a hat if you wanted to. Oh, probably. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe that's what they were going for in making that you could take the other carrot out of the carrot. I'm not sure. But, oh my gosh, it's too much. <laughs> Go to the website now and check it out. Not if you're driving, but when you stop the car and get home. <laughs> and speaking of cute, uh, the decorations are pretty cute with all the Easter eggs that are hidden around the park. Oh my gosh, have you done? Have you done the, the Easter egg hunt? The Easter egg courses? Um, yeah. I tried the expert one, and I couldn't figure out the last two. And I had a headache, so I got frustrated, and I just left it. So I'm going to finish it next time I go. <laughs> that was hard. And I was only really hard. I was only doing the expert level. Like, that's ridiculous. So uh, for people who don't know, there is an egg hunt that happens in the park. And it comes in three levels. There's the beginner level, the expert level, and the master level. And they all cost money. And if you finish them, <laughs> you take it to... Uh, this place that's on it's it's near the uh, entrance and you get a prize sounds fun it's a pretty nice prize i mean like you know i know i know it costs money but i i would say the price is worth the money and and also like especially if you're with friends and just the adventure of going and looking for these eggs and like laughing together like where is it where is it you know looking around and uh then getting the prize at the end i would say totally worth it for the price you pay yeah it was definitely it was fun until i couldn't figure out the last two <laughs> i still don't know like i i'm looking at them like, i have no idea where these are like you know full disclosure i cheated on two of them because there was a i, I saw this these group of people <laughs> they were doing it too and i kind of peeked at their at their sheet and i saw which eggs they they the stickers on i'm like oh okay so i kind of was able to find it a lot easier because i knew what to look for <laughs> I've, I've done that as well in the past oh, it's just, it's <laughs> no so shame hard. there's no shame in that like it's real some of them are really hard some of them are so tiny you're like oh come on that's like there's no way that we we could have you know you could have expected us to find that you know well the one that was hard for me to find which i found on my own <laughs> which I think was the only one, <laughs> was this little acorn egg that was hidden oh. by Splash Mountain. And it was in that um, tunnel area with the uh, merchandise that you buy, mm -hmm. like where all yeah. the Chippendale stuff is. There's a little like acorn patch sitting on top of a rock. And if you look at it, there's the acorn egg in there. And you have to like look look there and specifically like, be searching for it to see it it was just it was so hard to find oh my god it's really you don't understand guys it's really hard i'm gonna try um the expert one because i want that prize 
but all the I've prizes are found one. I found one of the expert. No, I found two of the expert eggs. Mm-hmm. And that was only because there was a group of people around there. I'm like, what are you guys looking at? Oh, there's an mm-hmm. egg there. Jeez. Like, there's one that is connected to... Shoot, I can't remember. It's an attraction in Fantasyland. I can't remember exactly which one. But the egg mm-hmm. is a golden egg. And it's, like, mixed in with the uh, the uh, decor of the building. Like, they actually... Oh, they changed the building decor. Yeah, they actually took a piece out of the building and replaced it so this <laughs> egg was there. Oh my god. Like, I did not even, like, see it. I just saw a group of people and I'm like, what are you, what's going on? Where are you guys looking? And then I finally saw it. I'm like, jeez, that's hard. <laughs> that is ridiculous. But it's a really good way to go around the park and really appreciate all the decorations that they put up. You know, mm-hmm. and there's also other uh, eggs that are just there for fun. Uh, like no, uh, notably, there's a Baymax egg in Tomorrowland, which is gigantic. Oh. <laughs> and there's also um, I want to uh, their names are I believe it's Nick and Judy from Zootopia. Yes, I want to see those. I haven't seen it yet because I only went the first day. Yeah, it's over by. Uh, kind of the uh, lucky nugget where that was it's kind of in that okay. that area so it's all right that makes sense yeah it's it was it was a nice surprise because that movie's not even out here yet and we have easter eggs in the park so that was kind of nice and then there's cool. there's a chip and dale egg and you know goofy uh there's mike and sully Daisy and Donald, there's the Seven Dwarves, and then there's also the mice, two of the mice from Cinderella, that they're they're kind of hidden by Cinderella's castle, fittingly enough. That's cute. Yeah, so the decorations are really cute, as they always are, and very Easter egg themed. <laughs> and then the food, the food, the food, the food. My favorite part. I'm not. I'm not into the food this year. I gotta say, I liked the um, pancake chicken sandwich. Did you have that? How was that? I didn't have that. How is that? By far my favorite. It was so good. I want to have another one. Ooh. Okay. So I'm gonna try it next time. I always like the little um, the little soup in the cone. Oh, you know, especially because. It can be a little chilly still right now, and it's a nice little way to warm up, and it's easy to carry. I've never actually had it because it just seems weird to me. Should I have it? Should I go and have it? You should at least try it. Okay, I'll try it next time. It's really portable, um, especially when you're like in line, if you're waiting for the parade or something. It's nice and warm. I, I really, really like it. I like the little soups from that area, actually, in general. But now it's cute. It looks like a carrot. Like, they put, like, the little chip that's green. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they put, like, it, it's so, so cute. So it looks just like a little carrot, the soup. <laughs> that's cute. Um, and I know we kind of uh, mentioned Grandma Sarah's earlier. Uh, Grandma Sarah's has a Easter special uh, set. Um, and it comes with the, the standard chicken and all that. But the ketchup, ketchup uh, rice... 
Mm-hmm. I don't know why they call it that because it doesn't really taste like ketchup to me. But anyway, um, the rice is in the shape of an egg that is cracking open and then egg is coming out of it, which is scrambled eggs, which is pr- pretty cute. Yeah, their presentation is always really nice. I don't think what they what they actually serve you this year is that interesting flavor-wise, mm-hmm. but the presentation, if, if you're into taking like the Instagram photos or whatever is really, really, really worth it. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Definitely. And then there's all the other snacks that come with the uh, souvenir plates and stuff like that. There's the little macaron cookie or whatever it's called. Macaron. Macaron. I can never say the name right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because you know, because we have a really similar cookie. We have macaroon cookies, yeah, which have coconut in them, which are also so delicious. Delicious, oh. so two delicious cookies. What do we? Do? You know, it's so hard. What do we do? But yeah, <laughs> what do we do? They should serve both. And then finally, my second favorite part of any event is the entertainment. I really like the hibbity hoppity, bibbity boppity, springtime <laughs> parade. <laughs> I think it's fun. It's really cute. I like it. Um, you know, I like the the change that they made to the show stop section. I like that because um, usually it's like some little interactive thing that you do with your hands and you clap and you wave around and whatever. But this time I like that they made it a little bit more like a little mini show. So they actually, the dancers have to do the little egg race and like run in place and it's like really cute. And you actually get to cheer them on. So you, you, I love, I love when they incorporate props. I, I love that. So there's like a time when you use your little flag, a time when you use the pom pom, and I think it works really well. And it's something a little different, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And the music will get stuck in your head. The music is so bloody catchy. <laughs> you know, speaking of music, you can also hear the music if you go to Disneyland Paris. Yeah, I noticed that. Did you hear about that? Yeah, they have it for their uh, minis train of spring or spring train. I don't know what it's called, but it's something to do with the train. <laughs> they stole our music. I know. Like I was, I was watching. I was actually watching on Periscope. Uh, I can't remember who it was exactly, but they were doing a live Periscope of it, and the music started. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You guys have our music. What are you doing? <laughs> And I don't mind if it's like a year after the event is over because I like hearing the music in the different countries, especially if they change the language. But I don't like it that it's at the same time as our park. You know what I mean? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. It's like, come on, you guys, just wait. Hopefully just wait another year or something. And, you know, next year, maybe we get a new parade or something. But come on. Be a little patient or make your own music, for goodness sake. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I guess our music is that good that, you know, the other parks want to use it. So I guess we can't complain too much about that. Man, <laughs> maybe a little. <laughs> Do I feel a rant coming on? Should we should I, should we wait? No. <laughs> okay. No, there's no rant. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so overall, Disney's Easter at Tokyo Disneyland. It's fun. I like it. It's good enough. It's cute. It's fun. (laughs) Lots to eat. The parade is super catchy. The egg hunt is super fun. So I'll definitely recommend doing the egg hunt. Maybe do the beginner one 
because the expert one, I can't freaking figure it out. I'm so frustrated with and myself that I can't do it. The beginner one is bilingual. The expert one isn't, right? Nope. Actually, they're all, they all have English on them. No way. That's a big improvement. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, I was, I was actually a little surprised because I was going to just do the expert one just because I thought it was going to be in Japanese. So I didn't want to struggle trying to read the master level in Japanese. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll just do the expert one because I could probably fumble through it a little bit if it was only in Japanese. But got it. Oh, there's English in here. Perfect. Okay. That's wonderful. That's nice. <laughs> oh, and you know, we forgot in the parade, um, the new uh, dancer costumes are really, really cute. Oh, yeah, they are. Oh. Yeah. I liked... So another really nice point. I liked Minnie's outfit the best, I would say, out of like out of the uh, characters, that is. I do. I don't know what's going on with her legs. Like these vines around, around her legs look a little a little funky, a little not matching. She has, you know, she has but like I like this, the dress itself. She has this like poison ivy look going on there. Yeah, <laughs> it it looks it's it's kind of like it's really weird. But the dress itself is gorgeous. Uh, Mickey's outfit so cute and sporty and Easter ish. Um, the new rollerblade guys are really fun, really cool. Goofy and Max are in there. Uh, Chip and yeah, Dale. Yeah, they're really fun. Of course. And then did Chip and Dale changed their costume. Yeah, they did. Oh, Chip and Dale are wearing like that. they're they're doing cooking for whatever reason. So they have like little chef hats with bunny ears on them, and they have little aprons <gasps> with right. with little uh, bunnies on them. Super cute, uh-huh. love it. And also uh, Marie, Daisy, and Clarice are in the, in the parade as well. I like that they moved the characters around on the float. Because mm-hmm. um, Minnie, um, the old float that she was on, she was always cast in shadow. So it's nice to have her in the sunlight right now, um, especially if you're taking photos. And Mickey has, I think, a little better positioning as well. Yeah, he's really high up there. Mm-hmm. I, I like the way that they, they kind of moved it around. Yeah, it's it's a really nice change compared to last year. For sure. And the music is good, you know, like um, it's it's the same parade as last year, but the changes are enough that I think it's it's really enjoyable. I I. You know, I think they did a, this is a a good example of when you can reuse a parade and make it enjoyable so that you want to kind of come and enjoy it this year as well. Um, As opposed to last year's Halloween parade where the music change was so drastic and like really like low tempo. I think they kept the funness of the music. The show stop is really fun and different and it kind of makes it exciting again. So I think this is like a good example of when you can kind of keep something but change it a little bit but in a good way. So good job. Good job with the parade, I would say. Excellent job with the parade. <laughs> what about um the hotels? Have you had any chance to check out like the hotel um like tea time or anything yet? Not yet, but it's on my list of things to do. For sure. I want to take Kai. I always take him um, at the beginning of the school year to have like a little tea time and discuss the kind of like upcoming year and changes that are going to happen. So I, I love I love the Easter tea time menu. If you have time, check it out on the website, you guys. It is ridiculous. And it's a it's a pretty good t- uh, price as tea times go, you know, um, comparable to what you get in the city. Um, but really, really Disney and super adorable and like very well themed. 
a great atmosphere. So love it. Love it. All right. So I think we talked everything we talk about for Disney's Easter. So moving on, we got our park tip from Patricia. Okay. So speaking of the hotels, um, the hotel dining can be really fun and sometimes really um, pricey. So um, kind of going with our theme on how to kind of stay on a budget, um, I wanted to look at ways that we can enjoy the hotel dining, which is really, really fantastic um, at the different hotels, but kind of like keep to at least like a semblance of a budget, you know? So um, a lot of the hotels um, at the park will have a weekday menu. So um, for example, if you go to uh, Silk Road, they have something, um, it used to be called the tasting menu, but they changed the name to um, Pearl uh, Bouquet Lunch. Um, and it's only weekdays, um, 2,500, okay, basically 2,600 yen because it's 2,580 yen. But it's a ton of food and it's so, so good. It includes dessert and it is so, so yummy. And the restaurant is so beautiful. So you have this gorgeous atmosphere and this delicious food and a great way to kind of like relax from um, the busyness and craziness of the parks. They also have something um, in the Emi Sara, um, the Emi Sara, <laughs> what is it called? Um food line that they've been doing at all the restaurants um which is this kind of like really interesting um menu options that they have and the one that they have at silk road is called the seafood stone grilled um something sorry black chili oil is like a soup um and it's 2500 yen but be careful because the emisara dishes are only 20 meals per day so um it's very limited but looks amazing so uh if that's on the menu give that a try and i think that one is also available on the weekend so not just the weekdays moving over to let's see where is this kana at disneyland hotel their lunch menu is a little bit more pricey but um it looks just amazing it's about 3,000 yen it's 2,990 yen but it's basically a course menu and it's like for a course menu um especially one as beautiful as the presentation on this uh lunch special it's it's really I think worth the price um I think it's it's a it's a steal uh so definitely and that one's called the debris um lunch set and that's only weekdays if we move over to Ambassador Hotel, you actually have a few more options. So at Hana, you have, um, which is a Japanese-style restaurant at the park. So if you're visiting from overseas, you might want to um, set your sights on this restaurant. They also have an emisara dish. Again, limited per day, 20 dishes. And it's 2,000 yen. So fantastic. Uh, the one that they have right now is like a, a tempura uh, meal. And it looks beautiful and um, really everything, everything at the hotels are, are is gorgeous. Um, and other one that they have is, let me see, what is this one? This one's a little bit more pricey. Um, it is 3,500 yen, but it is like this full Japanese course and everything is beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. So I know I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm saying it's a budget, but um 3,500 yen for a course menu, 
um, which has a, a ton of dishes and it includes dessert, I think is worth it. And this one is also available on Saturday, on the weekends, it looks like. So it's not just weekday only. If you go over to um, the Empire Grill, they have uh, an emisara dish, which is 1500 yen but this is a dessert dish it is not a course menu of course for that price right so about 15 dollars, and it is these fluffy fluffy looks like souffle pancakes it says empire crip souffle um they look so fluffy and delicious and some really beautiful fresh fruits uh served along with it and another thing that you guys can look out for are um, if you speak Japanese and can read Japanese, there are these web specials where you can save like 300 or so yen, um, but really great. Uh, they have some for, for some of the various restaurants. So I think at Empire Grill, it's, um, it's a lunch that is, I think it's 2,500 yen. No, it goes down to 2,300 yen. It's usually 2,580 yen. So it goes down to 2,300 yen. Nice little value. looks super, super yummy. Um, And at the other hotels, I think that's it. I think that's it for now. So keep your eyes open. Check the website. If you need to use Google Translate, do that. Um, Check weekdays especially if you're in the parks. Maybe we can do that for when we have the meetup, Chris. Like maybe have lunch at Silk Road or something. Yeah, we can see. That sounds like fun. Right? It's such a beautiful environment in the hotels. The presentation of the food is really lovely. And there's always those little Disney touches. And um, I know we're on a we're talking about budget this episode, but I think this is one of those things where it's it's really worth you get a really good value for the price that you're paying. The presentation, the atmosphere, the service, um, fantastic and uh, if you're visiting from overseas, there is no tipping in Japan. So bonus. Um, and that's my tip of the episode. <laughs> I think it's so important because it's it's really, really lovely. Oh, it definitely is. And I'm going to have to try that out because I haven't really done any of that. It's on my list. Oh, you, you have to. I will. For sure. Well, you can take me one day and we'll go. <gasps> Let's do it. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So moving on to our listener question. And this comes from Amanda. And she asks, which restaurants sell the Halloween pins when you buy a meal? There are two places. Uh, the Ambassador Hotel, the restaurants at the Ambassador Hotel, and also the Mir Costa. They will have the Halloween pins and also any other seasonal pins, so not just Halloween. I don't know, like, do they do it for every season? Like, I, I don't follow this too closely, so I'm not 100% sure. I don't think it's every season. Ambassador in particular tends to give away freebies so um you know like when it was the 100th anniversary of disney um they had like some really cool little like dishes and stuff like that and like i think some teapots and stuff no the teapot was for like a princess event that they had so if you had a course menu at empire grill you could get like an entire like ceramic teapot which was awesome i still have it i never use it but it's really cute (laughs) And um, uh, for Halloween, they tend to do pins. One thing I would say to be careful with is to go closer to the beginning of the event because sometimes they do sell out of the pins towards the end of the event. So watch out with that, especially like if it's something anniversary or something. But it's hard to say because, you know, things are always, you know, changing. Um, But usually 
they'll have some kind of either a special glass or like a little pin or keychain or something if you do a course menu so be careful um it'll be on it'll it'll they'll explain it when they're explaining like the, the different things that you can order um that it comes with something like if, if you, for the anniversary if you order like the bottle of wine maybe you get like the little wine medal that you can attach to the bottle for decoration so there's always different stuff going on it's hard to predict what they're going to do for any particular event but they've done They've done from muddlers at um, Ambassador one one year. They had like a different muddler for every month, I think, um, to mix your drinks with. They've done um, ceramic goods like teapots and dishes. They've done a lot of different things. So just keep an eye out and check the website when it's a new seasonal event. Perfect. <laughs> and if you guys want to send us any any more questions or anything like that, Make sure you send them to contact at tdrexplorer.com and we will try and answer it on the podcast. So we get tons of questions. So keep sending them. We love them. We love getting your questions and it makes us do our research ahead of time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that does it for this episode. So for our next episode, we're going to continue our TDR 101 And we're going to be talking about our Tokyo Disneyland day plan. How to spend an ideal day at Tokyo Disneyland if you just had one day. We will tell you. Oh, it's so hard. We will tell you what to do, what to eat, what fast passes to get, all that stuff. So you can have the perfect day at Tokyo Disneyland. So you don't want to miss that. And then we're also going to talk a little bit about my experience of booking Shanghai Disneyland and how all that turned out and how frustrating it was and all that kind of fun stuff so <laughs> oh, no <laughs> so more on that next time we did ask you guys last episode if you'd want us to do more stuff about just japan in general and a lot of you said yes so over the next couple episodes we will try and incorporate that into our episodes so stay tuned for that it's not going to be in the next episode but the episodes after we will see what we can do as always thank you so much for listening we cannot do this without you um all you loyal listeners out there so make sure you rate us on itunes and on stitcher so more people can find us and listen to us babble about food and merchandise and trying to find hidden easter eggs and all that stuff (laughs) uh you can find us on our website tdrexplorer.com also on Twitter at TDR Explorer and on Facebook, facebook.com slash TDR Explorer. I'm your host and chief content editor of TDR Explorer. Uh, you can find me on my personal Twitter at Burnin Lover and also my always lovely co-host Patricia. Hey, you can find me on Twitter at Dream Sweets Love and also on Instagram. Um, see you guys next time and thank you thank you thank you for all the comments you sent and the comments you're always sending and and thank you for rating and reviewing us and we'll see you next time all right guys thank you see you keep exploring bye bye